is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report from, uh, what are we calling this place? Is it the Batter's Eye? The ballpen? The Batter's Lounge. The batter, the la- it's a lounge, there's yeah. no doubt about That's it. It's a lounge. lounge. Yep. It's been christened. It's officially a lounge. It's not just a studio anymore. You guys had any more crazy nights? Or yeah, some, just no, last not week? Not yet. Not yet. We're going to get some neon lights. So my son bought a, uh, a Schaefer beer neon, an old Schaefer beer neon that he's got hanging in his room. Schaefer beer? Yeah, remember? No. No. <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends I grew up with, his father was a big distributor, Schaefer Beer. So I had a whole bunch of like Schaefer memorabilia. And uh, yeah, it's, so he's, you know, the lights up there, it's cool. It's kind of it's kind of fun to see that he, you know, he went with his own money and he bought it online with Amazon. Oh, that's of, pretty cool. Uh, you know, kind of tracking. Yeah. Not that any of our relatives ever held any stock or anything <laughs> in Schaefer Beer. I think we were the black sheep of the Schaefer family. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got punted out. Um, so, uh, real quick, EA sports fields, Eddie Buskey, right? Andrew, what are you doing? You paying attention? Are I you, am. You, I'm you, sharing it right you're now. Sharing, sharing Sportsfields.com. Yeah. EA sportsfields.com. He's starting to pick up a little bit with COVID breaking and we don't see Eddie as much around here as we have in the past, but, um, he will be available to fix fields, build fields, maintain fields. Great crew. Field looks great friends. out here. I mean, it looks it's good. starting to green up. Yeah, it's yeah. starting to green up. So that you know, I'm learning more than I need to know. The, like the soil temperature has to raise. Oh God! Because all the fer- we've had the fertilizer and the seeds, everything's down there, and you can see little little blades trying to pop through, but it's not warm enough. And then when it heats up, it's going to go electric. It's going to look like carpet. Dude, so. I see your brain. I mean, you're like a, you're like the analytic geek of Phil's now. Yeah, I am. I, I, you know, and that's that's a, that's the weirdest part about all this. Like, you grow up playing on fields your whole life, right? And then you get to a certain level, and the fields are just gorgeous. Yeah. You never think what goes into a field. Back in the day, we used to walk the field to see how many rocks we could throw off the field. I did that in college. Oh, I, my God. I used to find the gator. I used yeah. to follow the gator around. The, the gator, whatever it was. We had a big yeah, track. Yeah, the gator. And, well, uh, yeah. You know, they drag it, and I would I, just pick up the sec- rocks. Just a second base. Absolutely. You guys don't want to pick the rocks up on your side. I don't care. And when I used to, I mean, back in the day when I used to pitch, it used to be how big was the hole? The pitcher's mound, right? right. Like, you nobody, I, yeah, like we fixed it ourselves. Like, oh, we're playing there tomorrow. So you know did you mean? figure out how to do clay and all that other stuff? No, just, you take, you know, it's New York City dirt. You, you know, pound dirt in there, and then after dirt. the second inning, you get the hole back again. I remember, true story, we played Cardoza High School yeah. in the third round of the playoffs, and it was infamous of, like, the pitcher's mound was super low. And right. It was super low. Like it was a, a hard, flat mound. Yeah, it was a flat mound. So uh, we went the night before the game, right? And uh, we we went and we packed the mound. We made the mound super high. Like, we were playing uh, really good. So the higher the mound, the harder I was going to throw. Yeah. And uh, so the next day, they walk in. The, the coach goes, only only for outside teams, the ground school fixed the fields and look at this, look at this mound. We went in there, we you guys did it. Yeah, we did it. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I had uh, so, the most strikeouts ever. I pulled I pulled a uh I forget what I was doing one day and I'm like I, I Googled Tide. Remember Tide, the soap yeah. the, the yeah. soap. Yeah. So Tide's been around forever. I mean mm-hmm. when I was a kid, Tide was around. Still around. So they used to <laughs> deliver sample boxes of Tide through our neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And you kind of, we kind of knew the mailman and we knew whatever, because I guess they were prepping them like, you know, be prepared because you're carrying boxes of Tide with oh, you. Okay. And um, so he would tell us. So we'd get up early, you know, we'd get up, you know, early in the morning, whatever, and, and kind of like gear our bikes up and get our baskets going. And take then he would up. start going around with the, with the Tide and delivering it. And we'd go right behind him and we'd take it out of the mailbox. Oh, my God. Right. And then we would go to some field. And we would line our own field with oh, Tide. That's awesome. It was great, right? What I mean, happens if it rained? 
it was very clean field. <laughs> it was very clean. You know? It was bubbly. It was very bubbly. You know, you like dive through the bubbles, come up. Very cool. But that's what we, you know, so these kids don't realize what they have oh out here, God, or no. where they're playing. Or some of the, you know, listen, some of these high school fields in our area. Oh, immaculate. Oh, amazing how they're yeah. maintained. The, they're, they're great. They're the high school coaches take really a lot of pride in the, the fields out here. You know, in the college, the college fields in our area are all in, all in good shape. Some, some in good, some in great. Yep. Um, these kids just don't realize how fortunate they are. You know, they just show up and they, you know, they kind of almost feel like they're entitled to play on these yeah. surfaces when, you know, there was a, there was another meme out that said, if you, and it was a picture of a group of kids playing in the street. And it said, if you were playing baseball on the street and you had to scream cars, that was, that was, was a great, a, it was that an was awesome a great childhood. Absolutely. A great, great, great upbringing. Right. Absolutely. So there's a, uh, there's a guy that, um, that I'm in touch with on, on Facebook and we haven't seen each other. I don't know. It has to be, I was in my twenties, maybe still playing. Um, and he was playing softball down a shorefront park in Patchogue. And he grew up right across the street from me on Newman street. His name is Mike Peters. And it was uh, his grandson, Wyatt's a pretty good little player. So I track him on, uh, on Facebook, but, uh, no, I, I, I was, I texted him that meme and, uh, you know, he said, man, some of the best games, you know, we, we remember all that. It was, Absolutely. it was a good time. And it's just, it's just funny, but that's what we grew up on. You know, that's we grew right. up on the street. We grew up taking ground balls off of gravel. Throwing uh, it off the wall. Throwing I mean, it off the wall. If you yeah. hit it over the wire, it's a home run. But if you right. had, but if you had two outs and you hit it over the wire, it was the third out. Yep. You know, you're only allowed to hit one over the wire at a certain time, and then you know, like, yeah, you know, we, we used to go to the and we used to play with one ball, play one a ball. whole day with one ball. How about when the ball started to roll towards the drain? How People would figure, oh my god, dive for oh, that dive. ball, Absolutely. scrape up. And, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's, uh, but you know, so there's a, there's there's definitely a. Different Listen, day. I don't say they're entitled. No. You know, we've created this environment for them. Yes. As, you know, you know, people have gotten smarter, more science involved and everything. People understand how to maintain fields. And then there's fields like, you know, I, I, I get frustrated with a lot of the high schools, the majority of them, because, and it's not the coaches, it's not the players and everything. It's, it's the administration because they will take the cheapest bid to build a baseball field. Mm-hmm. And it's not done right. And if you don't build a baseball right, you know, like, you know, Fort Mill, for instance, is suffering. You know where my my boys go to school yeah. because it's like it's like a sponge. It's, it's the way it was built. Whatever the sub is, water just sits in there, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't really dry out. So they don't you know they don't get the uh, the opportunity to play. You know it, during this one for shortened season. Yeah. You know, but they need to be on the field. And now we have all this rain coming oh, again, and there's yeah. no way that they can hold it. Now our field has held rain. Oh, like a sponge. You know, it's crazy. Well, not like a sponge. Well, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. But no, it's it, it's drained well, and it you know it, it this when it when the sun hits it, it dries out pretty quick. There's yeah. conditioner in the dirt. The sub the sub has been built the right way to for the water to seep down. No tide soap, right? No tide soap, man. Okay. But we are using chalk. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, Eddie, that's, 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 that's Eddie Busky's thing. Is his uh, is is the chalk? So, um, hey, look, who's here. look who's here. Who's here? Ray who's Johnson. Ray Ray. Is he on? Ray, can you hear us? Yeah. All right. You might have to talk closer to your mic. You hear us, right? Hello? Yeah. Hey, we hear him, yeah. What's going on? How you doing, man? Doing okay, doing okay. Glad to join you guys. Well, so Ray is uh, Ray is one of our scouts for the USA Baseball NTIS. Uh, does Carolina Elite. Yep. This guy is um, – he's a grinder, man. He's he's you would think he grew up in New York City. He hustles so much. 
<laughs> some love them, some hate them. We love them, huh, Ray? And that's a good thing, man. You either love the hated, you don't want to be the gray matter guy. Exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's that going on right now? What are you up to? Oh man, not too much, man. Uh, just like you said, man. Daily grind, man. Just, just uh, looking at some kids, and you know, just uh, you know, trying to uh, inform some people. Well, I had a couple phone calls about other uh, NTIS. Uh, this morning, so I, I just kind of finished that, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people, man, they, they, uh, one thing they don't know about the NTIS, man, they think it's, uh, you know, just your average, um, you know, how like, I mean, I don't want to name some, you know, other, you know, platforms, but, you know, uh, I tell them, you know, um, this is the, you know, one of the best opportunities, uh, any kid could have, you know, to participate in, you know, uh, you get a chance to, ultimately represent your country, you know, and uh, no other platform, you know, can, uh, you know, provide that. So, you know, yeah, a lot of people. Was we've, we've had this conversation several times, right, about, you know, it, your check doesn't earn you a spot on the team. Your check earns you an opportunity to make a team. And, yes, uh, yes. It, it is. It, it's the most comprehensive uh, route to, you know, the national team, yeah. it's a grind and it's not easy, you know, but if you put yourself in situations to challenge yourself, then you're not doing, you're not doing the right thing. So it's not, it's not, it's not. You know, when you talk yes, sir. About it, you know, there's so many negative things. People have something negative to say about everything. Right? everything. They got something to say negative about Ray. They got something to say negative about us. Me, yeah, you, absolutely. Whatever. <laughs> any, any program. They got something to say negative about Annie Burris or Jeff Petty or Jeff. McCoy yes. Or, you know, everybody, everybody has uh, somebody attacking them and it's, in this in this program but you know they're this they go well this is a money grab right yeah there's money to be made in this because we have to support our national team we got to support our, our office this is this is the governing body of 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 amateur baseball so yeah there's money that has to be made um going through this process who's not making money lake point not making money the for sure not making money yeah, everyone's making money the dirt bags not making money but those are the same ones that would ask, hey, how much it costs for me to be involved? Like, if there was a price that you say, hey, $5,000, you could be on the USA National Team, they'd be like, okay, they'll write a check. Oh, man, there's people that are write more than that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the people that yeah. don't make yeah. it are the ones that saying they have something negative to say about, like, it's a money grab. Instead of working your way through the ranks and trying to, you know, hey, an issue fee? Of course, everybody's got to, you know, there's got to be something to be made. Yeah. But work your way up. So we have... We, we've changed the format. This is Andrew's Andrew's brainchild that's here. You know, we keep trying to figure things out, like we're changing camera angles in here. We're always trying yeah. to do things, you know, figure out what the best way to go. And, you know, we went from, from rounds, round ones to round two, and then pick the team out of round two and then send them to carry. Yeah. And then we start to rely on people like Ray, like, like Ray Hustles. He knows, I, I guarantee he knows just about everybody in this country mm -hmm. that's in amateur baseball. Yeah. Like he researches, he calls, he's, you know, he's, he's confident, he's aggressive. Um, you know, and you, and you need that person out there. And he does a good job with his teams, and he upsets some people from time to time, like everybody else does, because they feel like he's crossing a line, but he's not crossing the line. You know, nobody nobody's established rules in this in this in this game, right? You pick and choose how you want to go down the road. Yeah. So we choose not to hunt players for our organization, mm -hmm. right? Either you come here or you don't want to be here, right? And then other organizations will call anybody and everything. Right? Yep. And we've come across guys. You know that we know right here in this city, standing in the third base box, telling your third baseman, "Hey, man, why don't you come over here and play for us?" You know, you should be. Coming <laughs> that, that's that's the, for lack of a better word, that's the scum out there that we deal with from time to time. But so Ray, you know, people get upset with Ray because Ray Ray is out hustling the hustlers. 
trying to get the, yeah he is and you know it's, wrong with that. He, hey ray you're working with andy rojo now too right yeah man well he reached out to me man uh, i don't know any specifics or anything he just told me he was going to reach out to you and then he was yeah, going to reach back out to me yeah, we spoke so you need to uh, you need to connect with him okay 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 i will for sure all right, brother. Well, thank you for uh, for popping in and talking to Absolutely. us, man. Absolutely, thanks uh, a lot. Hang on, Ray. Ray, you had you got some good news within the last, I think, month, right? You took a, a new position. Uh, that's right. Yeah, associate scout. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I had got a call uh, out of the blue, man. They said they got a couple of burner accounts they've been watching me off of, and uh, they still won't tell me which platform. You know, they just said, you know, they. You know, they're watching, you know, uh, the videos and stuff we put up and, uh, you know, they said they couldn't, you know, resist the, you know, the ask, you know. So, uh, you know, I told them I'd definitely, you know, uh, do that for them, you know, just to get my feet wet to see how it is. I know it's at the bottom of the bottom, you know, but uh, I, I, you know, you know see, what, see what's going on and, uh, you know, definitely try to help them out as well. I, I got a question for you, though, Coach, before I get off, man. I, I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, What's the current land? What you guys think of the current landscape of the college recruitment? Do you think it's going to be hurt, uh, hurt like 2022 classes or, you know, the 2023 class, you know, as far as, you know, everything being backed up? I, I think it's going to be hurting the classes all the way to 2025. Yep. I mean, it's this is not going to get back to normal until after 2025. We just heard yesterday that uh, one of the uh, conferences out in California, the JUCO conferences, canceled that, the nine yep. teams. So, more um, I, yeah, I think I think JUCO is going to be really good, I man. I think you know uh, kids should start looking at a little bit more options than just Power Five or D One. I think you know even a D Two, you know, uh, in any college collegiate level is good. Period. You know, if you play college baseball, you know, we, I'm seeing it every day out here, man. We because we get to watch Division Two baseball, and Division Two baseball has been able to recruit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So we're seeing we're seeing a lot of you know a lot of talent. Um, you know, I don't. I I, I always say like D two baseball, the the position guys. You know, uh -huh. you, can, you can match them up against D one schools. Maybe not a power five all the time, but yeah, you can match them up against. I'll take any D two program in the south and go up north and play any D two. Oh, no D, doubt about D one program yes. up there. Yeah, you know, and give That's it a fair. go. So, um, you know, baseball baseball at any level in college is good. My my thought, if if I was in this position right now and we met with uh, Dr. Parker. Um, yeah, we never so, talked about that. Yeah, so um, he, uh, you know, they're trying to build more JUCO programs. This is uh -huh. time to do it. I mean, it, you know, the, the soil's rich right now because there's players out there, players want to transfer, and, and a lot of these kids coming out of high school um, that want to play baseball, that baseball is almost a priority over academics, they can go ahead and step into, you know, step into a JUCO program and, and get battle-tested and be prepared to step into – a four-year program after the two years of JUCO and be ready to play instead of going to a four-year program and being 35th man on the roster. And then you are, you're ended up, uh, you know, not playing for two years. You know, we're, like I say, we're, we're, we're baseball players. We want to play yeah. baseball. We don't want to sit around. Right. Well, I think, I think with, with college baseball starting up last week yeah. and there's a lot of games going on, parents and kids uh, that's coming up the ranks should really be watching this and see the development and the, the body structure of these players. I mean, they're huge. I mean, they, they look like grown men out there. It is a 16 year old thinking you should be a power five offer. And you're going to be walking in there at an 18 year old and start right away. 
should really take a look at these games and watch it because these guys are really developed. Well, now that, and they got extra years put on. Yeah, so this 23, exactly. 24 year old, 20 then it's going to be 25 year old guys if they're canceling programs. Yep. Like the Ivy League shut down, right? So if you yeah. took that gap year that you're allowed it with the Ivy League, like Scott was saying, you get that year of, year of eligibility back. So you yep. could be, you, could, you know, you could be 18 years old playing against 25 year old guys. At, Absolutely, uh, you know, different change. So JUCO is definitely, a, a, you know, any. I mean, listen, to get to college baseball should be their ultimate goal. Listen, but you, get, you figure out how to play this game as long as you can play this game. That's you right. Know? And Absolutely. If, if you love it, you play it till it spits you out. That's and, right. And it's going to spit you out at some point. It, it sure depends is. on where it is. So what? what yep. Well, hey, we're proud of you, man. We appreciate you being part of everything that we're doing here, and. Um, you know, keep up the good work. Oh, likewise, brother. Listen, yes, sir. When you, when you got haters, you're doing something right. So. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, man. See you later. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah. You got people calling in. That's pretty cool. Yeah, calling in. yeah but, Ray, Ray's, Ray's a good dude. He, but I mean, I mean, he's he's a hustling. He's oh, yeah. Hustling. He puts a lot of good uh, uh, content on uh, social media. He does. But you know what? Here's the other part about that. His, his heart's in the right place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. does it for the kids and yeah he yeah he's got to make a living but he's he's done it on nothing you know he's lived at home with his parents for a while and he's you know he's, i mean but he he'll sit on that computer and he'll research every single yeah. day mm-hmm. and he won't hesitate to pick up the phone and call you <laughs> you know he's uh he'll he'll do that so that's pretty cool um, yeah I, I was in the uh funny story about that calling just randomly i was in the mountains uh took a little trip to the mountains with some friends out of nowhere i get a call from ray and he's got like two other guys on the on the phone that have questions with the ntis yeah i'm like um, hey, how you guys doing? I had a guy from like Florida and like Virginia. Yeah. So it's, it's I like, thought he was going to say he was calling them to recruit them. Like, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, hey, like, Andrew, hey Andrew, register. Hey. I might get a little cabbage for yeah. it. I got eligibility. I seen your perfect game profile. Yeah. You're yeah. Uh, eight. Yeah. <laughs> but so what else, Andrew? What else you got going on? You, you tracking um, anything? We got a lot going on. Yeah, I know. Um, so we're going to bring Eddie Hole. Uh, yeah. We're going to bring those guys on. They're going to be helping us. Eddie Hole works with. Queens, yeah, uh, they're going to be helping us out with BIC showcases, awesome, and, and uh, help helping us fill up. We have our pitcher catcher camp coming up uh, yeah. next month, next month, yeah. so less than a month away. Um, that's at BICshowcases.com. Yeah, so if everybody goes to BICshowcases.com, they'll see our schedule for our tournaments. Yeah, they'll see our events that are coming up, and you know we're 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 moving more and more in that direction. Um, you know, heading down the road, then really just sitting heavy into teams, mm-hmm. and we've never been heavy into teams, so. You know, our, our goal has always been like, what can we do to help the player gain opportunity? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's creating opportunity for guys that want to go to the next level. And for us, like we've always been comfortable doing that because, you know, we're not, we're not poachers. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, Never. I'm not, yep. you know, if a kid comes over here and he's in a showcase, whatever, nobody's in the dugout trying to recruit him and say, Hey, you need to come over and play for CBC. You need to do this. You play yeah. what you want to play, man. I'm about, you know, how do, how do we better the game? How do we give these kids the right opportunity, a quality event on a quality facility with, you know, with, with, coaches there now we have the streaming mm-hmm. we're getting better at all this stuff too because yeah. even today this is all new to us right sure. so you know and uh you know last week was the first time we yeah. brought scott bradley on the show awesome. and we, we you know like and andrew's about trying when it happens like okay let's just go yeah, like, like on and the, i'm yeah. not i'm not that guy man yeah. i'm like you know it's you know it's I, I, have it. serious, not... I have serious add when i get into the moment <laughs> but up to the moment i want to be i want to know this is going to work yeah you know, so speaking about quality event and uh, streaming and all that stuff, we had one this Sunday with we had the megastars we did. and we had yeah. CBC out here. So there, there's another thing that we've done. We've taken two organizations, and On Deck is going to be part of uh, you know On Deck is going to be part of it. But they had a lot of kids that are in the South Charlotte um, 
area that the high school coaches didn't want them participating right oh, now. God. So, you know, we, you know, so you play like, listen, you got to respect the high school coaches yeah. to a degree, right? It's their program at this time of year. Right. But they don't even know there's going to be a season. So no, how, how, how they don't, but they, they have the ability to, to, to prep, control? And, you know, you know, you, you got to let them have that, you know, uh, we, you know, we have them, we have them, you know, in the summer and in the fall. And so we have them the bulk of the time yeah. and they have them for this period of time and you know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to win. They're trying to do something yeah. special in terms of a memory for the kids. You know, if you're a state yeah. champ, you're a state, state champ, champ and you never, right. champs. you never forget, you never forget you're a state champ. Coach ate you baseball. Wouldn't that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be funny if he was listening to the show? Oh, call in Mr. State champ. Come on, brother. You <laughs> know, Mr. Irrelevant. Listen, the, the, you know, this, this is the part like, you know, you guys won't let us call out people, and Ray Ray wanted to call somebody out. Right ah, there, I, he, I, he didn't do that. But you know. I know. I, I said we're not filtering the calls. Like we don't know who's calling in. I have no idea. Like, call, like, call in and rip me, man. Call in rip Andrew. Whatever. Hey, listen, you don't know what Andrew's one tool is. Call, call yeah, in and find yeah, out. Like, you know, there's no, there's uh, we're not screening the calls. We're like, hey, you want to call? Something? No, we don't have that guy sitting in the booth over yeah. there going. Hey, we got the know, babe. He's got the headphones yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Yeah, he's saying, hey, you're out of here. Yeah. You're, you're out of here. But as Ray talked about, like, what's the effect with COVID with uh, college recruiting? And we have a solution right here. I mean, streaming. That's what a lot of, like, even uh, we have, we've had four, probably four guys on that said that's how they're kind of going about. Yeah. Well, uh, streaming. Recruiting. Yeah, streaming. And then you hear college coaches talking about video. But with the streaming now, what we're learning is, like, we can get statistics up on the screen. Mm -hmm. We can get marketing up on the screen. So if you want to be marketed at one of our events, you can – you know, you can reach out to, uh, to Andrew and myself. We can talk to you about that. Um, but now we, we'll, we'll end up, you know, having somebody broadcast, like coming to the, you know, who's hitting now, what high school they went to, you know, just different things like that. Mm -hmm. So this, oh, sorry. Hey. So, there's, so there's more information. There's more information for, you know, the guys that are watching, the recruiters that are watching. Um, you know, it, it, it won't always be open to the public. You'll have to subscribe to it. You know, again, everything that people understand, you know, we get, we get, we're getting called out on, on the people that don't have facts about what's going on here at Knothole. What, um, like why? Like what? Well, like because, because, you know, you'll come out here on the weekends and you'll see, you know, you'll see a USSSA tournament or you'll see a BIC event or you'll see something along those lines. And when you come out to Knothole and our mission is to, to help the underserved and to, um, and primarily promote the African-American player back into the game. Mm -hmm. Best we can do. Morris Madden has done a tremendous job with that and his you know his office is up there morris and i are partners and not hold so there's it's like any other it's like any other venture you go into right so we raise money we're mm -hmm. raising money this is all non-profit you know this is and so we get these monies in and you're not complete and you got to continue to you got to continue to raise money to finish out the the capital the the capex to finish the pro the the project you have to sustain yeah okay so you have to do certain things to sustain so people come out here on the weekends and that's all they see. They don't see a freaking thing that goes Monday on. Monday to Friday. They don't see a thing that's, that's going right. on. There. They don't see that, you know, we had a classroom upstairs. We've got 30 laptops coming in. Uh, with, oh, you that's know, cool. Yeah, 30 laptops being donated to us that are coming in. So that'll help the kids in the community, help them with academics, help them study. You know, we'll have tutoring. Um, there'll be uh, reading from, from grades one to five. Um, when we, we finish with the indoor facility, when they build the clubhouse and the mezzanine up top, that'll be a community room. We'll have more academic room up there. Nice. So you know these are different things that they don't they don't see the blood drive truck out here. They don't see uh, Atrium come out here and do health and wellness for the community. So you know 
it's uh, I, you know, I want to like throat punch somebody every now and then, you know, I mean, they freaking deserve it, you know, because they, people don't come with facts, yeah. you know, they don't come with facts. They want, they want to go ahead and they want to take shots and think that they know what's right. And mm -hmm. they won't come and sit down and hear it and see it. Yeah. And when they come in here and they sit down and they see it, then they walk out of here with a different, you know, mm -hmm. but, but people are jealous too. Of course. People are very jealous of what's going on. But it's like a lot of, uh, the, 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 the parents, Got a lot of haters, don't we? Yeah, oh, haters. man. Haters. What have you been listening to driving over here? <laughs> listening to Drake? <laughs> <laughs> so no. So, uh, that's, uh, I love you by the way. That's my gang sign. So I was saying about the parents that everybody's got an opinion about how a coach runs a team and what they should be doing and what they should not be doing. Right. But they don't see what the coaches are doing. Mm -hmm. when their game is not being played, right? Monday through Friday, no idea. running the practices, setting up the schedule, you know, no thinking about the pitching rotation and everything else. So it's so easy to, you know, I mean, point fingers while something's going on, looking from the outside. But when you get when you get into the trenches and doing it. Well, here's the other thing. They want to point fingers, but guess where they want to play? Right here. Yep. You know? Yep. So, you know, step up and step up and get involved. Yeah. Find out. Go do some research. You know, it's just people just don't want to do that. They just want to assume that they know what's right. Go go figure out how to build your own field. Try that one, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah try that. This one. has been what, four years in the works or if not before, more? It's been almost four years in the works. Well, and that's technically, you know, technically it was a heck of a lot longer. Than well, it's been right. a lifetime, really. Right. I mean, you know, we bought Virginia and we did that with Profit Virginia Sports Complex with uh, with Dave Gallagher and Jim Radvani. Um, and that was, uh, you know, I mean, we thought we were stealing it. You know, we, it was a 12 plus million dollar. It was a nice complex. And we bought it for three, you know, but you still, you know, you get into a facility and you understand like the irrigation is messed up. The silk is messed up. The indoor facility that you got propane in there. You can't turn the propane on in the winter because it's going to cost you $10,000. Uh, uh, or there's a leak in a septic tank because you don't have, uh, you know, your mm -hmm. septic tank and water's leaking out and you're paying $9,000 to have it pumped out. You're like, oh, good gosh. You know, like we really didn't get a bargain. We got, you know, we got a when money, it's too good we got to a be money true, pit, you know, we got a money pit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, so, you know, I've been on both sides of this. I've been on the, uh, you know, on the side where there's been an investment, mm -hmm. you know, to buy something for straight profitability. Mm -hmm. Everything that we do here at Knothole. So perfect example, like if, if CBC is out here or uh, a best in class or USA baseball is out here, we pay Knothole. Yeah. Even though I'm a partner in Knothole, right? Mars is part of Knothole. It's all non-profit. So we want to make sure this is all sustaining. So when people up here and they want to, they come in and they want to pay a gate, and they want to, they want to bitch and moan about a gate, which everybody <laughs> in the country, you know, like it, it's almost like it, hey, it, gate, it, a perfect game. You I, pay listen, a parking listen, fee. It's almost like you're entitled to because I went to DMV today and I almost yell. I, I started to yell at the girl. Not Why? Yell at, Why? Well, because I got my son has to get his uh, his stickers for his truck, right? His license yeah, plate. Yeah. And we got the receipt and everything. I'm sitting here with the receipt and she's saying, you owe me $26 because it's, you know, it's a late fee. I'm like, I got a receipt. How can this be late? Well, it was paid late. You know, well, my wife probably paid up late, you know, but <laughs> I can't yell at Mandy because I'll be in big trouble. <laughs> she'll go big hair. Yeah, on she'll, go big, she'll go big hair. On. But, you know, all of a sudden I started like, I started to go after her. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. I should have done that. You know what? You got enough people barking at you during the day. It's not you. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed at the system. I'm pissed at the system. So that's the same thing. So people feel like when they walk up to the gate, you know, to reach in their pocket and give $5 is like, ah, you know, they have no idea how much money goes into these things to maintain them. But they go to a perfect game and pay $5 of a parking fee. Well, they'll bitch and moan about that, too. But they'll do it. Well, they have no, you know, they have they, no choice. You know, they, yeah. They, once you pull in, there's cars oh behind God, you. Like, geez. give me your five or I'm going to embarrass you. Oh, yeah, I know. That's, uh, it's like, hey, we were down, we were down at a tournament. This, I don't know. Here I go. I'm going to squirrel real quick, but this is a funny story. <laughs> this is a funny story. So we're, we're down in a tournament, uh, 
it was it was the one down in Florida for uh, BIC yeah, yeah, that yeah. you left me hanging with. Hey. With the freaking turd team. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I thought I Ray, Race team, race team, like their social media all over the place, man. Yeah, the crusher, crusher come down. He's like, hey, by the way, I'm out of here. I thought, I'm like, I, okay. I thought I left the team in good hands with Chief came now. Like, no, I, you had me with, uh, what's uh, Santos? Hey, I thought, listen. <laughs> yeah, you thought that was good hands? <laughs> Old guys. Hey, you guys were, you guys were, you guys were set up. <laughs> We would see, yeah, we, exactly. We were set up, set up. So, wait, so, we, so oh. we, we get online at Burger King. Uh huh. We're heading to the. We're gonna head to the complex, the uh, the Nationals complex. Where yeah. We're gonna play, right. West Palm Beach. And we go. Yep. You got to go around the building, and it's a long line all the way around the building. And I get to the part where just before you go to make order your food, uh huh. This woman comes out of the back end and cuts in front of me. Oh. Right. So Dylan knows. So oh God, you don't. You know, Dad's gonna go off here. <laughs> So now this woman goes to order, and every time she goes to order, I lean on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> she can't order a food. Do. She's looking in the mirror like, you know, then, you know so then she goes to talk again. <laughs> I laid on it. This had to happen. I guarantee you it was 10 minutes. Why did Dylan record this? Oh, he did record it. I don't oh. know where he's got it somewhere. He's like sitting there like, you know, I'm like, you know, you don't do that. Yeah. So, no, you're right. Know, how did I even get there? I don't know how we got there. I didn't even get there. Parking. We started talking oh, about parking. Oh, the $5, yeah, you know, the, the $5 at the gate. So, yeah. All monies, all proceeds, anything done here at Knothole goes, goes to Knothole yep. to make sure this facility is done right and for us to do programming to help the underserved. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, it's, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. See, I, I uh, had I something pull, going got, on got, today, pull, man. Right? When you walk in, in, I was like, I got to pull you back in. I, I'm driving here going like, I'm, I'm like on edge today. There's something, yeah, something. I, I had right. a shape before the podcast. I'm like, you good? Everything all right? He's like, yeah. Yeah, just something off today. It's, yeah. it's gonna rain again. That's yeah, why. It's probably what probably yeah. Jeez, yeah. Louise, we had enough rain for yeah. the whole spring. Yeah. Last two days were beautiful. Like, yeah, holy and then crap. we got six days or something like that, or five days coming. Hopefully, oh, uh, there's geez. a break on Sunday because Queens is gonna try to play at home. My buddy, yeah, I think this weekend's gonna be good. My buddy, um, roommate for two years in Euros organization, Matt Tyner is the head coach at Towson, and they're on their way down here to play Winthrop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're coming down with their fingers crossed that they don't get, you know, that they don't get, they don't get a wash. Hopefully yeah. I get to see Hopefully him. I think this weekend's going to be all right. Then I, Monday comes again. <laughs> so Todd Miller hit the, hit the ball in the head there. Everyone can see it up on the What's screen. That? Anybody? Oh, man, you got to ask me to read Todd. Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm like ADD. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, you know. No, he's right though. There's What's so much that goes on to run a tournament. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, is that what it is? Just give me the footnotes. Just man. give me yeah. the footnotes. Footnotes, what's they, the footnotes? Shafe is hated. Shafe is hated. And <laughs> it's, tough. it's tough, to, tough to run a tournament, and people don't yeah. have an idea. That's what. That's <laughs> the idea? footnotes. Idea. Yeah, we, hey, we, we got to, my wife and I got to go, like, we got to go to dinner, like, outside our area. <laughs> well, you got a big, well, do you have to still CBC on the back of your truck? Oh, heck yeah. I see somebody else's sticker. I'm pulling up and cutting in front of them, putting that right in their face. When I'm driving up 77 and I see, I was like, oh, there goes Shafe. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah. No, I'll see, like, a little, you know, another organizational thing. I'll just right in front and then slow down like 40 <laughs> for maybe they'll hit me in the rear end on oh. their vehicle or something oh man so, so what else is going on yeah. so another question we got um what's the current uh, landscape of college recruiting Still. well that's kind of what ray what yeah. ray asked the, the current the current landscape is not pretty um you know there's again it, it, people are finding out now that uh guys that are losing years mm-hmm. um are jumping in the portal and they can go in different places. So, you know, rosters are filling up with college experienced players already. Yep. Not like you used to where they're going to go ahead and be recruiting high school kids. It's going to be very difficult for high school kids to find uh, the right landing point for uh, a four-year program. And this is what's going to happen also. These kids that are committing early, 
as freshmen and sophomores, okay, they're going to get bumped out. Mm-hmm. They're going to get decommitted, or a lot of them will. are going to get decommitted because they're going to go find a JUCO guy that's ready to step in, and they're going to have to take that roster spot. Because well, otherwise, they're going to have to let go of the guys that are already in right. the system. University of Houston, look, look, prime example, University of Houston has six guys on their roster from JUCO. Starting the starting nine. Yeah. Why I mean, not? Six out of nine. It's, it's your minor leagues. Juco is your minor leagues now. Why wouldn't a coach start pulling? I mean, you're gonna now you're gonna have an opportunity for a coach for a D1 Power Five school to recruit a sophomore in JUCO that's got three years it's of proven. college. That's proven under yeah. his belt. Yeah, they're not just going after a JUCO guy. They're going after a JUCO dude. Yeah. So you're gonna bring. You know, you got guys that are getting drafted out of your four year program or graduating out. And you got a guy that is unproven as a sophomore or freshman. You know, you may like him, but you know what? You're going to go get that. You're going to go with that that pony that's that's ready to run. Yep. So 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 uh, who, who do, like so who does that affect most? Does it affect D one, D two, JUCO, and AI? Oh, it's a it's a total it's a total washdown. There's kids that won't get into college because well, it's where well D one they had they were they were pushing back for three yeah. or four months later than everyone else. So that's just on the recruiting. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still recruiting off of video. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. They're, yeah. Still, they're still trying to commit guys. Yeah. You know, and they're again, not stopping recruiting. You, you, would, you would hope that, you know, because a lot of times college coaches, and, and listen, I, I, I understand. I understand that they would, they can't just take somebody's word for it. Of course. You not. know, so I'm biased to that situation because my father called Maryland and said he can run. He can throw. He can field. They're going to knock the bat out of his hands the first year, but you know, he's he's a player, right? So what happens? He send him down. That's yeah. how I got recruited. You know, now I need to see video. I need to see this. I need to see that. What's his What's his view? Like, you got to provide all this information because their job's on the line, yeah. right? They, they they they. It's not old. It used to be where if you were a college coach and you got into a position, you could stay there forever, win or lose. Yep. Well, that's the thing. Numbers numbers are really, really taking a lot. You know, it's, it's taking control of this game, right? Everyone is so big on miles per hour, pop time. I mean, but I'm going to talk about miles per hour, right? So last week, college baseball started on Friday. There was over two, I mean, two, two dozen pitchers throwing upper 90s, right? Yeah. But so if, there's some of those guys that I know because either Ray played with them or just I've been following them. So I'll, I'll go in there and look up their box scores and everything else. If you really dig deeper... Right. Hey, it looks pretty when they put it on Twitter. So and so through 97, 98, even 99. There was a guy that, that they had on Twitter this week. And I, we don't go into yeah. names through 99 miles per hour this past week and opening weekend. Right. You look up his box scores, two innings, three runs, four hits, three walks. Sure. OK, you threw 99, but you gave up three yeah. runs and two innings. What good is 99 then? This is this is this is a debate for the ages. Which I mean, it's 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 never going to change. So on the guns, listen, I tell you right now, we've had we've had an organizational full of pitchers: mm-hmm. Reed Bertram, Tommy Stouffer, Jake Boyna, um, Jack Davidson. You know, you start to go down, you start to go down the line, and you start to look at, uh, you know, those guys that Jacob Pankowski, right? Jacob Pankowski's maybe five eight. Yeah, he's probably one of the best pitchers in the state. Pitchers, yeah, right, yeah. can carve. Okay, so what's going to happen is that somebody's going to look now, and there's 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 a school in South Carolina, a Division two program. I won't, I won't name names that liked him right off the get go. Yeah. Saw him pitch there at their facility, and immediately said, "I'm surprised." You know, the guy's walking up to me, he goes, "Hey, can you mind if I talk to Jager?" I'm like, "You know, 
Jacob Pankowski, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it, you know, you're so conditioned now that he doesn't fit the eyeball yeah. test mm -hmm. and he's not, he's not just blowing people away with, you know, 99 or, yeah. or 98, right? This yeah. guy's carving up yeah. with low eighties. He's got four pitches, right? He throws them all for strikes and throw them anywhere in the count and just knows how to pitch and he will be successful. Maybe it's one inning, one, one time through the lineup, you know, at the next level, but he's going to get you quality innings. Yeah. Um, so you give I give credit to the one school out of everything. Now, if we brought if we brought a hundred schools out here, one may keep it, one may one may take it. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's and that's and that's that's your point. That's thing where pit, where where coaches don't have enough time to really like dig into a guy that you know that's a pitcher that's 85, 86, carving guys up, and they don't. It's not attractive no more, right? right. So right. they just want to listen or hear who's throwing, what's his yeah. velo. Oh, it's a '94 guy. That's the game we're gonna go watch. Instead of saying, "Hey, you got a you got a mid '80s guy that can't you know, be touched," that's they, the guy I want to see. Say, well, I want a guy that can throw a, a an O2 fastball mask high. Well, dude, you got to get to O2. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to you you have to get there. Yeah. And if you're not getting there, if, if you and, and the other part of what you start to do is people don't understand is, I want to play against a guy. I want to play behind a pitcher. That's going to allow these guys to put the ball in play. Like yes. Tommy Stouffer, a lefty, right? Big, big, wonky. Like you think he would throw 100. Okay. He's got heavy arm side run, a lot of soft contact. I love guys like that because I'm in the game. Yeah, you always going to be hit to me. Ball's yes. going to be hit to you. Ball's going to be hit to me, right? And then you get now then you get the guy, and I've played behind Randy Johnson when we talked to Scott Bradley. That'll, mm -hmm. that'll walk six, seven, eight, nine in a game. Put you to sleep. Man, no, it doesn't put you to sleep. It puts you on edge. It, it tenses, tenses you up because you always got men men on base. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, you turn in twos. You got to think, okay, can, if we pick somebody off, we can get an extra out out of here yeah. or something like that. So you never you never kind of get into the flow of the game. You got a guy that can pound the zone, that can change speeds. Everybody behind them gets into the flow of the game. Yep. You got a guy that's walking guys, and all of a sudden, you, you know, if you watch the infielders, you watch the body language, it's like, oh, God, you know, it's, here we go again, you know. And then you got – you know, you're sitting in situations where you're two outs and bases loaded, and why he could throw a wild pitch, and you're, you know, he can blow the game up in a heartbeat like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I'd much rather see a guy that's going to pound the zone, and if he's going to get hit that day, we got beat. He got beat. He got that's by it by throwing strikes, not by walking the house. How many guys do you think in the MLB sit under low ninety? And can call. You'd be surprised how many guys are throwing well, high eighties. I mean, I mean, yeah, you got like Wainwright. Wayne right. So, one of them. so, but again, these guys stepped into that position throwing, throwing harder. Yes. Sure. Right. Maddox. Maddox, Maddox, Maddox threw harder. Yeah. yeah. Maddox was you know, up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they started to learn. Like, okay, I, I'm in. I'm going to get people out. And you know, and again, people will go, "Wow, God, his velo's dropping." But the guy's going to go, "Yeah, but he just won 18 games That's in the right. season." That's yeah. right. Exactly. Because yeah. at the, at oh, the next if, level, if, they, we, if we amp him up a little more, he's going to win 19. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't think. so. I mean, at the next level, everybody could hit 95. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a matter of how hard you throw anymore. The science. The science in the game is unbelievable. The nutrition, you know, you know how to get your body, the mechanics and all this, all this data that we can get, can get anybody to throw harder. Well, that's what I was going to, I was thinking of a question today. So I was, I was, why do you think now 2021 that we have so many more guys throwing upper 90? Cause I've never seen this. I've, ne I've never seen this in my life. Of Listen, guys this, throwing guy, 90. this guy here, if you take him off this pedestal, yeah. he's the same height as me. He's 5'10", 5'11", right? This is one of the biggest guys then. So evolution has taken the app, okay. made, made people bigger and stronger. You know, so the, the, you're going to see bigger animals. That's what Scott and I was saying. Like, people would come out here and go, okay, Schaefer, you're 5'10", and you're playing at 155, 160 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, both Scott and I say, well, you know, we never would have got a chance to play. Yeah, if we were in the same mm -hmm. mindset, 
yeah. then and they put us into now. Yeah. But if if I, 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 and I say this, if, if I was in this situation now, I'd be the animal in the gym. Mm -hmm. I'd be 175, but I'd be I'd be chiseled. I'd be. Well, there's not many guys that had your my your nutrition, mess, yeah. you know, everything like that would yeah. be would be different, you know. And so you take that player and back then and you give them the science now. Mm -hmm. He's I know gonna be, I, he's going to be just as good. You think he's good? Yeah. You he's give be just Willie good. Mays like the nutrition and all the. I mean, how many home runs? I mean, listen, those guys would have be been freaks. Yeah, about Hank be Aaron. Hank I know. Aaron doing a program, you know, jumping Joe off DiMaggio, boxes yeah. and stuff like that, wearing tights. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, to your to your point, Jake, there was like when when I was playing, it started trending towards like velo training. Yeah. Like everyone was going down to different ranches and just yeah. getting up their velo back when yeah. I was playing. I, I mean, think, it's still that way right now. Yeah, you yeah know but I, mean? I think I think you're starting to see like a trend, not so much downwards, but it's it's not like not everyone's just going for velo yeah. now. I think like you used to like five years ago. Yeah, but that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna recruit. Yeah. That's velo, what, that's yeah. that's the first velo it's sexy. like the guy that comes off the bus and he's six four, one ninety five, and the guy comes Come off the bus behind him is 5'10", 165. Who are they going to look at? Oh, yeah, 6'4", guy. Yeah, right? Absolutely. So it's the same thing. The kid gets on the bump, sure. and you go into these showcases, right? And what everybody's got, they got the gun, right? They're not paying attention. Is this guy, you know, what's his arm side mm -hmm. run? Does he have good sync? How's his changeup working? Is there is there is there 8 to 10 mile an hour differential in his fastball to his changeup? How much bite does he have on his breaking yeah. ball? Can he throw? Can he pitch when he's when he's behind in the count? You know, all of a sudden, you know, they're starting to sit on a fastball. Can he start? Can he throw can a first pitch yeah. strike on a breaking ball or a changeup? So, yep. you know, but again, that's not that. Again, you, you're taking what's coaching now. What's coaching now in college and in pro ball yeah. are guys that came through that system of throw harder, throw harder, throw yeah. harder, throw harder. So that's what oh, all, that's a good point. That's what they're all Jones yeah. on, right? Not the guy that sat back. You know, you look at the old school guys that are out there that keep winning. You know, the Corbins and stuff like that. Yeah, is he getting the, is he getting the dudes? Yeah, but he's going to have that side armor that's got heavy sink. He's gonna, yeah, you know. So the, it's just it's just a matter of where you're at and uh, what you're experiencing. We got a caller, Dennis Simpson. Dennis. Dennis. Hey, how we doing, gentlemen? Don't get pulled over, brother. Yeah, don't get... <laughs> <laughs> oh we, no! Only no cops in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, not too bad today. What's the weather like in Mississippi? You guys got a bunch of snow, didn't you? Yeah, last week we were uh, shut down for about a whole week. We got about eight inches of snow, and then two days ago it was seventy-three and sunny, and then today it's about. 60-ish and raining. Wow. Yeah, that's coming our way. Yeah. That rain's yeah, coming getting, our way. Rain. It might be raining outside that. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dennis, real quick, go over your uh, – what you're, you're involved with us with USA Baseball, NTIS. Um, what's the travel um, or travel showcase baseball like in Mississippi? Uh, pretty competitive, pretty good. Um, I think there's eight different ballparks within hour and a half hour 45 minute um time frame uh cordova which is uh game day uh in cordova tennessee it's a new headquarters for perfect game they've perfect games also uh in tupelo now um as well starting this year so u-trip it used to be uh primarily just u triple sa uh now it's getting pretty pretty mixed with 2d sports uh out of Southern Mississippi, and then uh, it's come up here. Perfect game in U-Triple-S-A. So is uh, travel baseball more centralized in Mississippi, or is it more spread out? Here here where I'm located, which is in the Mid-South, uh, DeSoto County, Memphis, Tennessee, 
Germantown, Cordova, Carville area. It's more centralized. Um, we have Snowden Grove Parks, which is located in South Haven. Um, it's one of the largest sporting complexes in the Mid-South. Uh, we have a lot of teams that actually come here. They actually host one of the Super NIT bids every year, uh, which is one of the largest tournaments in this area um, every year. So it's, you know, you, you kind of get in that, that whole – you get to see the same teams and the same kids a lot throughout its season um, because it's so centralized. Now, we just went to Hoover last weekend. Uh, we go to Hoover a good bit. We'll go to East Cobb a good bit. Um, but other than that, there's not too much, you know, traveling out. We get a lot of teams that come here. Is uh, Blaze Jordan from DeSoto? He is. My son is in the eighth grade at DeSoto Central. Uh, okay. And that's where Blaze Jordan and Austin Riley um, have graduated from. Some good ball players, and uh, I got a good friend that's from there too, Kendall Williams. Yes, Williams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Just uh, spoke to him prospect. in Hoover. Oh, did you? I did. Good, I did. Good time for the, uh, Dodgers right now. Yep, I just saw him in Hoover um, last Saturday, I believe. Okay. So you're happy with the talent that's down there that we'll see at the NTIS? I think we'll see. Uh, uh, the thing is, around here, we have some organizations. I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but here we've got some organizations. I'm not going to say that won't allow their kids to do it. Uh, they'll just make sure their schedules are full where they can't do it. Yeah, see, we, we go through that all the time. It's like, you know, are you going to play another weekend tournament or are you going to give yourself a chance to do something that nobody else can do? You know, what, what, you know, what are the, uh, you know, what really are the opportunities? Right. Uh, you know, it's, but again, it's just, again, it, it, when people do that, to me, it tells me that the guy that's making that decision is more concerned about how these kids make him look than yes. what he can do for the kids. Thousand percent. And, you know, so, you know, you battle, you battle that all the time because, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of guys that if they could take a trophy and mount it on the hood of their truck and drive around town, they'd do it. Like a Mercedes emblem. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they would definitely do it. <laughs> they'd it'd be the state champ. Yeah. State, state champs, champ, right. Yeah. They'd be, you know, telling every, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I won, I won World Series. You know how many World Series go on every weekend? <laughs> That's amazing, right? Every weekend there's a World Series. Like, and there's like 50, 100 of them. Like, oh, you won a World Series? Really? Yeah, that know, the state was it, you know, the, the state championships now have global state championships where yeah. you can just go hop in one and play it. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, 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 yep. there are, yeah. Everything's an NIT now too. It's a national invitational tournament. Okay, great. Yeah. So, well, Dennis, we appreciate you, man. We Absolutely. appreciate what you're doing down there, and uh, you know, uh, August is going to be fun in Cary. And, uh, Hopefully, uh, for the regionals. Yeah, well, the yeah. regionals, but I, I, yeah. I mean, I look forward to the regionals. We know that part's yeah, coming, but but, but the fun. month in carry is a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, oh, I love it. For me, it's like it's like old spring training. Like yeah. you, you go and yeah. you prep, and uh, that's right. But you know, and we, you know, the cool part about it is we've seen, you know, we've seen dudes like dudes in our in our regionals, and like this kid is gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna climb through, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, here comes somebody that you know yeah, just like, uh, yeah. like, like wow. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Like Cozart. Yeah. Like Cozart. Like that was, that was crazy. Um, yeah. but, you know, you know, so it's, it's, it's equal opportunity when it gets in there. Yeah. You yep. got, you got to perform because not everybody knows you, especially at the younger ages. Yeah. So, well, uh, I think also that falls back on the parents and the kids hitting those, just hitting those walls. They get too comfortable. You know, they're the best player in their area. Yeah. So 
they get to a regional, they fly through, and you you know you put in a star by that kid's name, he's going to be something. They get to carry, and it's like they get smacked in the mouth. They don't know how to respond. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's a good point, Dennis. You know why? Because that's what happens when a lot of these these big brand kids, right? That's what they call them, the big yep. brand kids. They're wearing all these all these uniforms and all that, and they get into a college environment. You know where they were they were the big dog and everybody was you know touting on them and you know calling them and come play with me and all and all of a sudden you get in that environment and you you standing next to somebody right. on the field that's better than you and you don't know how to get out of that yep you know yep. or beat it so uh, and then all of a sudden here comes that that guy out of nowhere that that's just right. doesn't know any better and he's just gonna he's gonna take over and and, and own you so well, well. got a you got Mike on hold too all right well appreciate all right. It. We'll, uh, we'll catch we'll up soon, later, man. man. All right. Take care. Oh, yeah. Have a good day. Thank you, guys. Who we got? We got Mike. Mike, who are you and where are you from? Hey, how you doing? I'm Mike from Maryland. How are you guys? Hey, hey Mike. How are you, Mike? Good, good, good. Like listening to you guys. Just always, uh, you guys give good information about young youth baseball. So I always enjoy listening to you guys. You know, you know I'm a Terrapin, right? Yeah, I do. I'm from New Jersey, so uh, I'm I'm more of a northern New Jersey guy. But I do know you're from Maryland. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 another score, huh, Ray? Yeah. I'm from New York, yeah. so hey. All right. So how how old is your kid? He's uh, 16 right now. Actually, 17 in a couple of weeks. He he plays with uh, US Elite. Okay, good. Um, good program. program. Yep. Yep. Good program. Yeah. They they do other things outside of just baseball. That's what I like about those guys. Yep. You know they got uh, they got a whole regiment. They got a whole yeah. a whole program in terms of how they wear their uniforms, to how they speak to umpires, how they handle you know situations. They're building young men. They do a they do a really uh, what's that? Mark Hessel. Yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah. and yeah. He, he does a lot. You know, outside of baseball, I mean, does a lot for the guys. You know, visiting yeah. schools and you know, getting the right information for his yeah, players. Yeah, no, he's he, he's done a good thing. He's he's done a good thing. So you're in a good program. So as you, as your son. Uh, Looking to commit or is committed or what's his, uh, yeah, he's, uh, what's his he's next 20, level? Yeah, he's 2022. Um, okay. you know, with the pandemic things slowed down, made it a little difficult for him, but I think he's got he's got he's college college bound. Um, he works okay. hard, he's a good player. Um, obviously has work to do, but uh, yeah, I think he's definitely a college material at this point, but so we'll see how we go, you know. He's a projectable kid. See, that's that's the other thing. They say, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you are in this game. You have work to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even if you're at the big league level, people don't realize. I mean, how much work gets put in. You go to a big league game, you know, and you 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 walk in, you get your hot dog, you get your beer, you go sit down, and all of a sudden these guys come out in really nice uniforms, yeah. and you know, and it's game time. But they don't realize what the prep, how many you know, the dedication, right the determination, yeah. the yeah. preparation yep. takes to get to that that's point right. and be yep. uh, prepared to play because you're playing. You think, you're playing at the highest level in the world. Yep. And you're just not showing up and going. And, you know, that's the mindset that a lot of these show and go organizations don't provide these kids no to, to prepare no them, prepare them for when they get into the next level environment. Yeah. Um, so what's, what position is he, Mike? What position is your son? He's a, he's a shortstop. All right. Um, that's looking yeah, guys on the field. <laughs> Every yeah, time. Yeah, best looking at him, but I don't know if he's the best <laughs> guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Half the women don't know the difference. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's uh, he's been grinding, man. He's getting used to the grind. It's hard on these young guys, you know, because they don't really get it. But uh, he's fighting through the grind, getting better every day, 1% better every day. That's what I tell him, you know. There you go. That's yeah. right, man. That's uh, I was telling our 11U guys last night. So we got a small 11U crew, and we're looking for a few more pieces to our 11U team, probably about three more players. But 
you know, we had, we had a kid come in last night and try out, and you could see that there was some ability there, raw, you know, but he snapped the bat. His arm was, his arm was loose. He was left-handed. And I told the dad, I'm like, listen, we're probably going to get it handed to us more times than we're not this year. But you know what? If we're getting better every single day, That's it. then, you That's know, it, then, then come this way. If you think that you got to go somewhere and win every single weekend, then, you know, peace out. Right. Go down the road. You know, we'll catch yeah, you. We'll catch you in five years and then we'll throttle you that's right you go ahead yeah, and be a small, field, small field legend this week <laughs> right exactly yeah. i tell them don't worry about winning games man just get better you know there you go exactly that's it that's yeah. it well mike thank you man we appreciate yeah, man. this uh, thanks man thanks for us be safe out there, man. And we're trying to we're trying to build this base to as big as we can so Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. you guys are doing a good job be well be safe all right be well thanks mike so, yeah. that's pretty cool yeah i like what we got going on here yeah it's yeah. pretty cool fun yeah yeah you know i was nervous why? Uh, just because it wasn't prepped, you know. I wasn't prepped. I mean, this hey, is like, we gave know, him an extra tools. Now it's two tools here. You know, it's like this is what we're gonna do. Like I'm texting him this morning. Like, what's the plan? What's the plan? He goes like, with what? He knows exactly what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. And he, he put, does that to me all the time. Put in all caps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, he does that to me every time. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He dude. knows what he wants to know. Yeah. So. so, did you see my tweet in the beginning of the week about the? Uh, I was watching college baseball over the weekend, and it was driving me crazy. And where'd you watch? It? I couldn't find it on TV. On ESPN. Oh, okay. He's on ESPN. Oh, ESPN? It wasn't on Fox News? <laughs> Damn, man. No, no, there's no reason. You got to no. change it. You got to change it. It doesn't channel. change. I can try. This guy stays on Fox. So, so uh, uh, it was driving me crazy over the weekend, right? So now this new fad of, you know, college baseball has the co- the pitching coaches were laying the signs to the pitcher. So the pitching to catch. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm surprised you missed it. It was like a. Like, I saw it. Yeah. So so the pitching coach relaying you signs. Copy me on those things. Otherwise, I mean, I don't... Jeff Fry even. I mean, Jeff Fry. Fry. Listen. He's, so he's, he's he's out there. Now, oh no, I know. Fry he's, is riding he's on his on wave an, hard. Listen, he's, he's got t-shirts. So the, the he pitching might be assassinated. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about hate. Oh yeah. my God. Even Matty Marulo. You know Matt Marulo. I played. We came. No. Matt Rule and I came up with the White Sox together, and I'll let you finish it. But he, his first at bat, he hit a hit a home run. But Matt is out of Massachusetts. He's, he's the same way. He's all. He's just. Oh, he's all in. He, he's got kids hacking trees down with axes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's falling in the snow. Uh, it's classic, so, classic. so now, so now the thing is, the pitcher coach is relaying the signs to the pitcher, not no longer to the catcher, right. and then the pitcher's looking at a, a, a like a football sleeve, getting the sign, and the catcher's just standing back there, just waiting for the pitcher to throw now. No way. Absolutely. The catcher's got to know what's coming. Well, he's getting the number two from the pitcher, but now he's trusting that this pitcher is getting the right sign from the pitching coach. So much, so so many moving parts here. Wow. It's like, what? So now, so now, the the mistake, I'd much rather the catcher expect what's coming yes. and, and be fooled than like let right. the pitcher just like, you know, okay, this is a changeup and he fires the fastball. Well, you give the pit, you give the catcher the time. So if the catcher calls curveball and he throws the fastball. I understand this, man. I listen, I, I mean, so to the point, so, you know, I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of people responding and yeah. saying, hey, what's what? So they're saying that it's the reason why that they're doing it this way is because with the cameras now in center field are stealing the signs from the catcher and now teams are picking up the sequences that way. So I'm like, man, this is like, did this just happen? Like, so, so now what they'll do is they'll just put a camera on the guy that's giving the signs, and then they'll pick it off him. They're always going to try and steal signs. Yeah, but you know what? It, so it goes back to a few years ago. Uh, the coach of Myers Park he complained about one of the local top local high schools here in Charlotte complaining about a oh, camera. Oh, sure, yeah, camera in center field They're in Providence High School. And he changed and he changed the yeah. rule, and so they changed the rule the following year because he, you know, what I mean, they 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 made a complaint about yeah. it, and they went from being a home run team to. A bunting team. 
So did the camera help them? I don't, that's what. So I was starting to thinking about that now. Like, is this camera instead of about Providence High School? I, I don't mention names. I don't mention names. <laughs> Shameful. Like, yeah, I don't mention names. I don't. I don't talk no, about. Listen, listen. Anytime you put a camera in center field, now you're like you're you're a suspect. You're, yeah, but but that was his beef on yeah. the my spark coach was really really adamant about yeah. them having that camera in center field like should not be there because it's giving the hitters the advantage and I always thought it was like so you got this is this is got to be equal opportunity right you're saying Myers Park but you're not saying Providence High School you talking about Providence High School I am okay all right I just want to make sure. <laughs> You know, because I mean, listen, not listen. Well, I, you pulled it out of me. The, oh, okay, you know, I did, yeah. but but yeah. but but the thing is, is 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 I'm a, is, I'm a DA. So <laughs> so it's 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 like I guess there is like we we have to find a, like a neutral balance. I guess like there shouldn't be a camera in center field. Then like, would I mean like listen, it's a great it's a great view for the for the fan. I mean, it's you know. Well, they're saying that the college <clears throat> coaches because there's synergy sports and college baseball NCAA that you can pick up you know all the you know everything else. So. Like, hey, have cameras all around. Let's so, take the so camera. Years and years ago, when I when I was breaking, just before I got there, McDowell, Jack McDowell told the story, too. The, Eddie Brinkman was a shortstop in the Big Leafs Wilds. He was coached with the White Sox, and he would sit in center field with binoculars, and he would flick a light on. Oh, wow. Like, you know, like one of the lights. Like yeah, yeah. Walking, just yeah. a little, little light bulb. Boom, fastball, off, change up or something like that, or off speed. That's, so it's been that's genius. Like, it, it, yeah, but he got caught. So you know, it, it's all it's, you know, it's like my father always used to say: you're you, you're not a criminal until you're caught, <laughs> <laughs> and then well, you're caught, you're a criminal. I guess everyone so, listen. <laughs> it, it happens all over the place. I mean, everyone's cheating, right? Every, right. Everyone's trying to find an edge. You just got to be, you know. So that's a different. That's two different words. Everybody's trying to find an edge, or is everybody cheating? I, I guess everybody's trying to find an edge. Because I don't want... Providence High School. No, 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 no. We're talking about college... <laughs> we're, we're talking about the reason. I started this with the reason with. The pitching coach right. is giving the pitchers right. the signs now yeah. because they feel like they don't want. They, they feel want, like yeah. they, that's what the, that's what the feedback was. A lot of people responded back like, "Hey, the cameras in center field are picking up the signs and giving the hitters the advantage because the cameras center field." So it was like, and then I was thinking, I was like, "Is that only happening in the college level?" But then I said, "Oh, it happened, in the, you know, in the high school level sure. because you know high school coaches were complaining." So we, we we were in Tennessee and remember Craddock was Craddock yeah. was shoving. They thought I mean, we were doing signs. Like Seventeen out of eighteen, he punched out right. Yeah. So Andrew and I, like, all you had to do is throw fastballs. So Andrew's like, you know, with, you know, give the signs, whatever. And then, then, then we started to give the middle finger sign, like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, buddy, you got the signs. Like Andrew, just that's go get them. But then, I mean, he's trying to relay in a in a twelve u Ripken Championship, probably a World Series. We were in. We were in a World Series. I don't know what it Could was. Could have been. <laughs> More than likely, it was a World yeah, Series. Yeah, couldn't wait to get the ring. And uh, I, I mean, I just feel like the game is like we're we're taking. The game out of the game where we're trying to control so much now listen if, if you if you're stealing signs as uh, you're on second base and you can re relay signs to hitters that's part of the game dude. and that's shame on the catcher right. that's shame on the catcher shame on whoever said yes. whatever it is if you are actually videotaping and relaying know, and relaying in then that's that's, that's, that's wrong yeah. yeah that's that, where because you got to put it's got to be on the player to figure it out yeah not some guy out there that's already deciphered the signs and every time somebody comes to the plate Regardless if you have somebody on second base or not, the only time you're going to be able to steal signs is when you're on second base, yeah. or or if the catch is wide open and you're on first base and you can peek. I mean, yeah. and that, and that's the thing where like we're, we're taking so much control that the coaches are calling every pitch. I mean, like so you we're trying to the catch is supposed to be the, the smartest guy in the field, right? Or you yeah. would hope right. he's like the field right. general. He's the, right. he's the guy that's running everything. Right. But now you don't want him calling pitches. You don't want him giving signs anymore. So what is he? Just a backstop to just catch Robot. the ball? Just you know. So mm. it's a matter of like. Hey, let your catcher learn. Talk about it. Let him try to 
you know, let him. Yeah, I just think it's it's a matter of you know, it, it, big leagues. You can see how you can see how complicated the signs are. Like yes. they'll, they'll flash and they'll go four. That means you know, that means four could be the th the third sign. Yes, right. I mean, so everybody's got to be on on the same on page. Same page. And everything like that. We're here. They're going okay. I switch up your signs. Okay, we're going to go second sign. Yeah. And then the guy's going two, two, one, and he throws a breaking ball. Right. Okay, so it's one of two signs now. It's either the first sign or the second sign. Yeah. Next pitch, he goes one, two, one, and he throws a breaking ball. Okay, second sign. Yeah. Yep. Now, I, now I can relay it, right? Yep. But, you know, now, you know, in the big leagues, you, you, you'll have touches. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start on a different it's different level. We'll do pumps. Yep. So I can say, okay, it, it, it's the fourth pump. So it doesn't matter what I put down. You watch how these guys, how do they go so fast? How are they thinking? Yeah. How are they thinking like, okay, oh, yeah, I got to go three, two, and the fourth sign is a two. Yep. No, it's pump. It's one, two, three, four. Okay, that's a fastball. Or any odd pump is a fastball. Oh, yeah. And even, or all the, and then yeah. the number to inning. And then, yeah. and then where do they start? When Wipe they, when, off, when yeah. They, when they're given locations, right? Yep. So is this the first touch, last touch? I mean, it's, it's just so much. That, but that goes to development of a catcher, right? So you, so when are these guys going to learn that development if the coaches are taking that away from them? So, like, let's happen to say the catcher is at an elite level and gets a pro ball. Now, he hasn't called the game. He hasn't called the sign in the past three years. What happens now, like to the to the to the catcher? Now you got to recondition them to to do the basics of like, hey, one is fastball, two well, is if curve. He's, if he's getting if if a, if you let a catcher go out there, and he's going to call the game, you start it off. You're going to call the game. So there'll be certain situations where we'll call the game early, and then it'll get to a point like, okay, we've been oh, through this lineup. Yeah, you see what we're doing. It's on you. Yeah, it's on you. And then you know, and, and then there'll be situations like, why did you call that pitch? Yep. You just saw him foul two balls off to the right side. They can't even right. get the bat head out on a fastball. And you went off speed and you sped up his bat. Like, yeah. Why would you do that? So that's the part of development. Like, okay, now we got to learn. You got to expect them to make these mistakes. Yeah. But they're trying to take, you know, especially at the college level, they got to win. Everybody's yep. trying to get to Omaha, you know, or whatever the College World Absolutely. Series, Division Two, whatever thing. So they got to win. So, you know, it, it, it all falls on the uh, falls on the staff. And, and, and the backtrack to sort of the disclaimer here, because Jeff pulled it out of me, the game that we're talking about, my son was part of that game, and he's the one that hit the two home runs that was cheated. So my son, they just threw him a fastball. They shouldn't have threw him a fastball. So it right. was never a matter of who was cheating. This is at Providence it, High School. Yes, and it was not a matter of that Providence was cheating or not cheating. Right. It was just a matter of it goes to show if there's a camera, is it giving the advantages to the other to the team? Right. So, yes. again, you're a suspect if you have a camera in center field yes. right now. Yes. That's, that's how that's how it's going to be. Whether, whether Providence did something like that or not, which, I mean, which, which you're saying they didn't they because just, I, know, yeah, we I were mean, there. yeah, so I was there. Yeah, I was there. And I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm busting on them because, you know, that, that's been, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's been, been said, that, you know, yeah, over and over of course. Over again. But what do we got here, Andrew? What does he think of travel, baseball tournaments, prices rising? Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I, I met a really interesting man yesterday. Um, his name is Brandon Bellamy, and he is the first majority African-American majority owner of a professional baseball team in the country. And he's got the uh, Gastonia Honey Hunters is the name of the team. And they built a beautiful facility down here. And they're in this Atlantic League, which is kind of replacing the 40 teams that they dumped out of the okay. league. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, you know, African-American dude wants to promote the African-American player into the game, had a great conversation, very candid conversation, very, um, for lack of a better term, a very black and white conversation, you know, because when I when I when I get engaged in these conversations, I always say, I'm going to talk to you as a white guy 
and what I see and what we see on our side, right? So mm-hmm. if you're talking about race and trying to get some things in, it's not, it's not about being racist. It's about helping a race, right? So if two races can't come together and have a conversation, but it has to be a candid conversation. I can't pacify this guy. Yeah. I don't want him to pacify me. And we have this conversation. And, you know, the, the first thing that comes up is like, well, why are there not more African-American players involved in the game? Because it's finances, right? Well, what's happening here is, you know, we're dealing with we're dealing with big tech when it comes to showcase baseball. And mm-hmm. big tech is is the world would bat. It's perfect game. And they, I can't stand that. Term. I can't stand the name perfect game. It, it drives me crazy. Right. Why? Well, because it's a scam because it's, it is a money hungry freaking thing. And they just, you know, now they're in this state. Oh, you can't. Okay. They're trying, to, monop- they're trying to monopolize everything like big tech is doing gotcha. in, in, in our world. Right. I feel so like you've got to get recruited to go to, you have to go to that. Their no, event. but you don't have to, you don't. but they, yeah. they've, 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 listen, they've done way. a great job. Of course. And again, I'm about free enterprise, make all the money you want. I don't have to like it. Yeah. Right. I don't have to like the fact that that's, that's what it is. You I'm, understand not, I'm, not, and I'm yeah. not a PG fan at all. Like, I don't think the PG showcase events are worth crap. Yeah. I think going and playing in a tournament, that might be fun. Yeah. You know, but yeah. to 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 you know, to the question's comment or to the question, three thousand dollars for teams to come from all over the country and then spend thousands of dollars on a hotel and thousands of dollars of food and then have to run from one site to the other site and spend maybe another five hundred dollars oh, on an expensive weekend. It's crazy. And and it, it just it makes no sense, right? Because the schools that are going to see our kids in North Carolina and South Carolina, they got to drive to Georgia to see them. Now, you may <laughs> want to drive to Georgia because you think you're going to see, gonna see some, a, a better competition yeah. or something like that. But there's enough competition right here in this state yes. to build our own program. Absolutely. And do it. So, you know, but you have to have the right facilities. And that's what, that's what I'm trying to do is you make sure that I'm locking into all these facilities and I'm reaching out to certain guys. And I'm reaching out to mom and pop guys, not – not the big brand, not the name, not you know the you know the, the branded name thing where they got teams all over the place. That's their gig. That's their money. They want to hold their own thing. Yeah. Go hold your own thing. Go do it. But you go after the you know you go after the guys that are developmental, that are carrying one name, doing the same thing year after year. You know they're good baseball people. You know they're trying to do the best for the kids, and they are making a living. Mm-hmm. But they're not gouging you to make more and more and more. And that was that was that was part of the conversation I had yesterday with. Uh, with Brandon Bellamy was, you know, the, the, the big tech, the big people, they, they just want to figure out how do I keep making more money, more money, more money, instead of like, how do I make this environment better for the athlete? Yeah. And not say, you, you don't have to travel to Atlanta. Let Atlanta go beat up. You want to you hold the World Series? Everybody go play in their own state, and yeah. then we'll come meet together and, yeah. you know, pick your all-star team and let's go. And that's like the NTIS. And you'll see organizations trying to do things like the NTIS. So to his... I, I don't even know who was the question. That was from. Ray Johnson. Ray that Johnson. was right. So, yeah. so it's so you know to raise question. It's like it's ridiculous. It's now just what? and it and people keep and it, it keeps getting recycled because the the next individual has been brainwashed by this person before. Oh, you got to go to perfect game. Oh, you got to go to you got to go to uh, this PBR event or you got to go to this thing. And again, there's certain things that go on in every one of those organizations that I like mm-hmm. and I think they do the right thing. And then there's other things that are going on in these organizations that it's just it's it's pure money grab yep. and when people say money grab usa biz well, that's not a money grab these things are a money grab because the more you go buy a subscription mm-hmm. so you can see your name here and your rankings can go up it's all subscription based 
It's all how many times can you get there and how many how many dollars can you spend in my organization yeah. and other, not another. Listen, at the end of the day, USA Baseball puts, puts out a product where if your son is one of the top 20 guys to make that national team to go internationally represent the United States, yeah. everything is paid for. And those kids get treated like rock stars for yeah. two weeks. But that's so, a, that's a national team with some of these other guys, too. Well, that's well, if you can make that team. Right. Well, if you can make the national team for USA that's, Baseball, that, too. Yeah. But they don't yeah. go international, though. No, no, they don't no, go into. No. They don't go international. They don't. That, that's an amazing experience yes. in itself. This yes. other stuff isn't really that great of an experience. It's just you know, a summer, but, a summer of free yeah, baseball. I, I, I'm all about. Listen, if you're that elite dude, right, then you need to play against elite dudes. Yeah, you don't need to be the elite dude and go down and play against some rec ball team that's in some tournament in Georgia because he's in your bracket mm -hmm. and you're going to throttle him. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. Yep. So. You know, we know that there's enough talent in, in, and I say mom and pops, like a CBC, like an On Deck, a Megastars, a, uh, a North Carolina Baseball Academy, um, you know, Fletcher Barnhart's group down at, down at the beach with Trot Nixon. Um, you know, all these, all these different people that have these, um, that have all these, uh, they don't have a ton of teams. They just, they just work on development. Yep. You know, and yeah. they don't go out and they poach and they don't go grab everything. Just put it right there, man. Thank you. Um, how about that? Even, even, the, even the UPS. Hey, come on in. Let's get you on camera. <laughs> Tell me what you're delivering. <laughs> Bunch of baseball. There you go. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. He's probably in a work release program. What do we got? Some questions up there? Oh, we got. Um, well, we had one earlier. It says MLB predictions in 2021. That was like way right. earlier. See, I like look at Sinopolis right here. Yeah. So he says, let pitchers call their own games. Absolutely. And let, Absolutely. And let the coaches lose. Okay. So, yeah, so the catcher gets to suggest, right? Yeah. And if you're on the same page with the pitcher. Pitcher should be able to shake off or not? He should be able to shake it off, right? And that's and, a, yeah. and it's his, but pitchers are not conditioned that way anymore. How is a pitcher going to shake off a coach, right? Like you got 20 or 30 seconds of college baseball to, yeah. to throw between pitches, right? So now you got to get the sign, 3-1-5. You got to look on 3-1-5 as a sequence here, right? If the pitcher doesn't feel that pitch right now, what does he look at the coach and be like, okay, no? Okay, so it goes like this. You, you, you he shakes he shakes the sign off that the pit that the coach put in there, right? And the pitch and the coach and, calls it again. And the guy goes, Yeah, yeah, right? What's the coach do? You shook me off. Yes. Right? Yeah, the, 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 the kid the kid shakes off the pitch that the coach calls and he throws a hammer and he punches the guy out. Does the coach go, Hey, I, good call. Hey, hey, you know, you shook me off. No, <laughs> you know, no, listen. Doesn't. But so, that's, no, no, that's a great comment. I like that. that Pete said that. Yeah. Uh, you know. And Jim? Bento, big guy, yeah. <laughs> He's got my guns, though. He's got the red gun, Alan. Got the red gun, <laughs> not the left one, the right one. No, but so MLB predictions. That was a comment earlier in the show. We didn't really go over because we were off. You we were squirreling. Yeah, I have none. New York Yankees. I have none. I'm, I'm so I'm so down on MLB right now. Uh oh, this is that's at next. At least week. give me a that's next week's no, show. That's give, next week's show. Give me your NL and I give you, I give out of your NL and AL. Got to go with the Dodgers. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Padres. Oh, that's. I'm gonna, uh, go, I'm gonna go with the Padres. Cardinals. Padres. Padres. Cardinals. I'm gonna go with the Padres. Um, and I want listen, Mike Schilt. I, I would love for Mike to be. They got some good pickups this offseason. Sure they did. We'll yeah. Sure they did. I mean, it's good. You know, it's gonna be fun. And then so uh, I'm always I'm always saying Yankees. Yeah. I'll, 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 I know. You know. I mean, I like know. every year I say the Jets. Oh, Everybody's like, "Who's your God. NFL pick? The Jets." Tampa Bay it's could be good. So we'll see. But I I'm so I'm so. On, on MLB, forget it. Hey, they start up this week. Yeah, good. 
Change Fox 5. You got to watch something. Uh, no. What's that one? Come on. Fox, Fox News. It was Fox not on that. Listen. <laughs> Fox 5 Amanda calls it, Amanda calls it old, Mandy calls it old, big hair, uh, old man TV. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop watching old man TV. She doesn't even let me come in the bedroom. You're not putting old man TV on. Oh, come on. <laughs> and I've watched the same thing. It's like watching Sports Center from the morning to yeah, the night. It's same the same hour. highlights. Yeah. You hear the same thing. Yeah. Como's going to jail, you know. Biden took a bad laptop, you know, and I get all excited, like, well, put him in jail. <laughs> like, I'm rooting for a game. Like, do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, this was fun. This was good. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the fact yeah. that people call in, yeah. you know. So, all right. What do we got? We got, yeah, we got we're, time we're lapse. Yeah, we're good. Time's uh, up. So you see the two brothers going at each other? Yeah. Pete I, and Jim. So put, Jim was I a catcher there. at Maryland. Pete was a pitcher. Okay. So I thought the catchers call the game. Yeah, well, the catcher should call the game. Catches the no catcher longer... should, should, should suggest the game because the pitcher should know what his best pitch is to throw in what situation. And what count? Absolutely, you know. So. And what he what he's feeling, right? Like, hey, I'm mm -hmm. not feeling the changeup today. Yeah, you I'm keep calling feeling. the changeup. Let's 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 wipe not that pitch off and go with not go, feeling. You know, but you know, All right, Andrew. Hey. So uh, blast motion, Todd Freeman, love it. You guys don't have it. You need to get it. You got an organization. You need to hook up with them. Mm -hmm. I mean the. Uh, the impact metrics are tremendous. It's, it's helping Dylan. Um, you know, I use Dylan as my guinea pig. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, hey, we got Kevin that just put the tear. What did he say? Ah, he oh, he's a catcher. In. Oh, we, we yeah. spiked something with yeah. the catches, the pitchers and the catchers. A hundred percent. The catcher so, should know that pitcher yeah. before the game. I mean, before, I mean, right. The catcher, I mean, you should call in uh, with the, with the link. That'd be, that'd be a good one. To have I mean, the pitcher want to throw to the catcher that they feel most comfortable with. Right. So if I'm, if my catcher knows me, I want to throw to him no matter. Right. So, so here's so Kevin. So Kevin's a high level guy, right? Yes. So all all American at Maryland draft pick, uh, Brooklyn prof guy, professional coach, right? Been around good coaches coming yes. out of Brooklyn. Absolutely, area. I coach. Okay, them. <laughs> so so at, at the higher levels, you have you have time to go through scouting reports on yes. people. When you're a showcase team, you know, and you just bounce around, you don't know anybody, or you just saw them once or twice, then you just kind of go with what you can see. Right. But how are you calling so, pitches if you don't know the hitter? Right. Like if you don't know, like pitching coaches, the showcase. Well, that, level, that's that's how thing. are you calling pitches? So there's, there's different ways that you go about it. Obviously, you throw a fastball. You can tell on the first swing if this guy's okay. got something or not, if he's if he's hunting or, you know, you can you can pick it up. You can see, uh, you know, where the weakness is. I mean, listen, I've been in the game a long time. So, have you. so I, you know, I can see certain things pretty quick. And yeah. You can call the pitches then. But the difference, you know, and Kevin's talking about knowing the pitches and and is that those guys can execute more pitches, right? So if I'm calling a, a slider down and away off the plate, this guy can hit his spot, right? Yeah. If you're in a high school showcase and you got a, a, a sophomore or junior or senior or whatever, and you're saying, okay, I need a slider off the dish about a, about an inch, inch and a half, they can't command that mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. Yeah. So, you know, you have to just, you have to, you have to base it off of the hitter. Um, you know, if a guy swings at a curveball and he's way out, like throw another one. Like, yeah, prove to yeah, me that you can hit. If exactly. you can't, guess what? You're going to get a steady diet of it. That's so, it. So yeah. So at different levels, you know, no doubt about it. The catcher, the catcher and the pitcher get together before a game. They go through the they go through the list of hitters. Here's his weaknesses. This is what we'll do. If we get in this account, you know, this account he'll this count he'll chase. Um, you know, so we'll go to this pitch. But you know, you get in a game in a situation at the showcase travel youth level, you can't really. Uh, you can't do but that. But you should still know your pitchers in the showcase travel. Sure. I mean, as best you can. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, best, like, like, know it, what's his best pitch. Know what's his, you know, yeah. like, hey, his his, his go-to pitch. You know, what's his worst pitch. You know, things like that, you yeah. know. But, I, I mean, I always I always put it, I'm, I'm a catching guy. 
you know, because my, you know, I'm heavily right. involved in it. I always think the catcher should be the guy that's running the show back there where yeah. he's seeing where the batter's set up in the box. If he's up in the plate, if he's, you know, he's off the plate, he's seeing a lot more than what the coach is seeing 75 feet away in the right. dugout. Right. Got it. it. It evolves. Every part of the game evolves, mm -hmm. yep. you know, and the, the education and, you know, the opportunities to gain information. Um, you know, they have videos of every hitter in the oh, big yeah. leagues, you yeah. know, so they can sit there and watch videos and know what is, you know, where to attack and where not to. Yep, so. that's right. All right, Andrew, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We're out, man. Yeah. We could we keep out? going with stuff all day. Oh, I know. We could. We could. This <laughs> could be a April work next Oh, Donald week. Bennett's, you know. Hey, Donald. Yeah. Hello, Donald. Hey. He's not yeah. actually there, There's here. another guy that's oh, done amazing is... things for not only the game, the African-American community, but his own a, son. His own bunch son. Of kids. And, and Isaiah's doing great down at Chipotle. And he's done a ton of this out of his own pocket. Yes. yes. Out of his own pocket. Great so, guy. You know, great and those, guy. And, those, and that's how things change. That's how things change when we're talking about helping the African-American or promoting the African-American player back into the game of baseball is people like Donald Bennett that's willing to put his own time, money, time and, and money and effort that's, that's as right. an African-American man into that, into his, into his, his, his race and his community and show them that, you know, somebody does care. How many kids, how many kids he's driven from Fayetteville all the way down here. Oh, he so he can, oh, oh my God. You know, yeah. He's put him in, a, put him in our events. I mean, he's always, right. he's always trying to find opportunity for helping kid. kids. Absolutely. Everything. And so, so one of the, one of the, one of the true gems in, in our game, as far as the showcase amateur baseball goes, because you know what, he doesn't do it to make himself look good. He always does it for the benefit of the kids. And it's not one of the guys that's going to do it to make, the coach look better or look right. at my organization right. or look who I am or look what I'm doing. It's not that. And man. he can easily do it because his son is one of the top prospect. I mean, yeah. pitching prospects around, you yeah. know what I mean? So he can easily just sit back and just say, Hey, no. I don't have and, anything and, to worry and, about. You know, it, it goes beyond baseball. It goes yeah. beyond baseball. Yes. These kids are respectful that come in here. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they, 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 they understand that, you know, this is opportunity. They've, they've been a, a appreciative of the people that are trying to do things for them that, that, you know, communicate with them. It was my hidden secret. That's why my team did so well in Florida because he's semi all yeah, you know, well, good you, players. You forgot to call him when I went down. I know, I forgot. You, <laughs> you know. forgot to call Donald and send me a kid that couldn't see that the ball went up in the air. Like it, if it went above his eyes, so can't. Hey, Shave, I thought you, I thought you could take that team and yeah. make them, you know, I mean, champions. Yeah, I just fell on the motorcycle. I just came off a stroke. Oh my god, you came sure off did. a stroke. The motorcycle burn. Then, then I had the motorcycle accident and and you you know, I'm, I'm sleeping at night and I'm peeling sheets off my body in the morning. So yeah, I'm 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 ready to go ahead and hey. gear up. You know, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he apologizes. My bad. My bad. All right, everybody. So uh, hey, Architect Sports. I don't ever want to forget those guys. They are amazing. If your kids has any type of injury or looking for some type of sports performance uh, enhancement. Um, and I don't mean enhancement as far as steroids. I mean enhancement. I was going to go. I was running. I was, running, running, I was ready to go. I was right, right out. You know, <laughs> but enhancement as far as you know, just becoming a better athlete and and, and you know, getting bigger, stronger, faster. Um, you know, that group over there, Architect Sports, has just been phenomenal. Alan Tyson was the trainer when I was here in '93 with you. Yeah. You know, we mentioned that before, and great friend, and you know, just again, there's a guy that does the right things for every athlete mm -hmm. that's in there. And then, right. there, and then there's some old broken athletes in there. Like I was in there trying to get, you know, get my knee. Trying then, to then get see, ready for the a fantasy yeah, game. Th then you see some of these golfers in there trying to rehab or get whatever. And I'm like, dude, you can't rehab that swing. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> you might try to fix the body, but. Should I go see him for my golf swing? 
Mm, where do we got to send Ray for that? He needs Jesus for that one. <laughs> he need, we we got to send Ray to the bowling alley. <laughs> we got to do a bowling tournament so Ray can compete. <laughs> we got to put the ball on a tee. I think I'd be all right if we put the ball on a tee. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you, man, for another uh, another week's shave baseball report. Andrew, give him the old please share. Hey, send, we love you guys commented today. We like you guys to like, share, subscribe, like the page, everything you can yeah. do to get this uh, get this out there. Absolutely. We want to climb the charts, man. Yep. We want to climb the charts. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Peace out. Take care.